Hello and welcome to the SJ Chronicles. It's 9.30 on Thursday the 17th of May 2018. Popping in to do a segment a little bit early this evening. Um, hope you're doing really well. It's been a couple of days. A couple more days that have flashed by. <laughs> um, probably the main thing that's going on at the moment, well, there's loads of things going on at the moment to be honest. Um, constant uh, overrunning. Uh, missing due dates, that kind of thing, but it's all good. Um, but yeah, there's obviously a lot of stuff going on with the site because the team mobilized on site this week and, uh, <clears throat> you know, there's kind of fairly relentless stream of questions about all kinds of things. Um, <clears throat> and the thing is, you don't always have the, the ability, you know, to, to necessarily spend the time trying to make the best decisions because you know we haven't got that much time I mean people are waiting for those decisions and we're working to a quick time frame and on the flip side of that you obviously don't want to make the wrong decisions because that inevitably will prove to be expensive um, so there's definitely this sort of balance between you know trying to make decisions quickly but trying to make them as sensibly as possible and the, you know the company that we're using to, to project manage um, they've got a fair amount of experience in the veterinary sector and so they can often recommend things and you know if, if in doubt or go with their recommendation because it's better than you know if it's, if it's something I don't know anything about then I'm quite happy to go with their recommendation so for example yesterday I got this email saying we need to know which washer dryer you want because you know we need to talk tell the contractor about the plinth or something um, and I'm like right <laughs> so um, and obviously, you know, there's like space, space considerations and how big can you fit, what size equipment can you fit into the room and that kind of thing. But, you know, let's face it, what the hell do I know about commercial washers and dryers? But, um, you know, they had a recommendation of a brand and, you know, it was just kind of like thought, well, it's a well-known brand. They recommended it. Let's just do it, right? <laughs> so, there's lots of examples of things like that. But, um and then next week, a week today, we're having this big meeting again where there's going to be representatives from all the different people involved in the project, but including um, our design agency, because <clears throat> um, obviously they need to work very closely with each other, the contractors, project management people, the design agency. Um, and, you know, so <clears throat> someone sent an email today with this long list of things that we need to cover in the next meeting, and there's something like, you know, 25, 30 points. And it varies from, you know, stuff that <clears throat> the design agency will be able, to, be able to answer, stuff that I will be able, I will have to answer. Um, have to sounds terrible, want to answer. <laughs> it's my gig, if you like. But um, yeah, so there's just a yeah, load of stuff um, going on. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, you really have to be um, alert and aware and not just be about your productivity, but also trying to be as sensible as you can about what you do and when you do it. Um, I've talked before about not letting others determine your timeline, but, you know, with things like the sites, I mean, that's the one thing that I do have to let others just, you know, direct my timeline because if they need to know stuff, they need to know it. And the longer I take reply, sometimes it means they can't actually do something. So, you know, like you have to be as available as you can. Um, but then there are also other things that, you know, are, things that we know that we need to get done but they don't need to get started now and you know they can wait for a time when there's more people involved and we have much more capacity than we do at the moment somebody said to me yesterday um that 
they're a little concerned that I'm going to get sick, <laughs> which is very lovely of them to be worried about that, um, you know, just because of the amount of stuff that's going on. <clears throat> and I think, um, well, let's face it, I mean, there are plenty of people that work very hard and, you know, have a lot of stuff going on, so I don't think I'm exceptional by any description. Um, and also, you know, I suppose it's been a four-year journey so far and there's been no break in that four-year period, really, so... I guess people who know that uh, would have reason to be concerned. But, um, you know, I think the bit that I've said before that I have going for me that some people don't have is the mental relaxation, right? So having that kind of um, relaxed, controlled state of being, um, that relaxed, you know, relaxed mind, etc. I think that that's hugely helps. I think if you've got the negative energy drain of fear and stress and uncertainty and and all of that layered on top of a lot of stuff to do layered on top of a long journey um i think you know that that's gonna be much worse for you and i i've said this before i think that it makes a massive amount of difference in terms of your ability to keep going um if you can be in a relaxed state and not be overwhelmed and not be stressed and you know all of those things so I think I definitely have that going for me and that I think is a, a wonderful, wonderfully good thing and I'll definitely wish it on, you know, other people um, because, as I say, I think sometimes people take on things like this and other projects, um, you know, where they have the aspiration and the ambition or it's, you know, they consider it to be a goal, a purpose, but maybe their personality type is not and they haven't had that sort of personal development um, you know, where it's kind of maybe they're not even well suited to doing that sort of thing, you know, and uh, then that can create situations that can get really quite terrible. So, you know, we know about the uh, incidence of kind of, um, you know, mental health issues and so forth in entrepreneurs, just as with many other people. It's not surprising, really, when you look at what it is they're trying to do. Um, <clears throat> you know, so... I think the other thing is that I try my best to make sure that I get a reasonable amount of sleep um, because I'm, you know, I understood from very early on that this marathon was not going to happen if I was chronically um, exhausted. Now, you know, I don't, I don't think anyone could work for four years relentlessly, more or less, um, without being tired. But that's a bit different from, you know, sitting down at the sofa and falling asleep and that sort of thing. Um, which a lot of people do who work normal jobs, right? They have long days, they, they're exhausted. So there's all kind of interesting little dynamics going on here. But for me, I just kind of thought, you know, it's important to try and make sure that um, we get enough sleep. So <clears throat> I could quite happily sleep for a week or a month uh, if I allowed myself the opportunity to, but that not being available. Um, it's just about trying to have a steady amount of enough sleep whenever possible. And that makes such a difference in terms of the ability to just continue to keep going, you know. So um, I kind of, it's sort of about what do you do during the day and uh, trying to maximize your productivity and do as much as you can during your waking hours rather than, you know, shortchanging sleep all the time. And that's something else I think more and more people are coming around to understand, you know. And to be honest, I'm also conscious that when we get close to the hospital opening and when the hospital does open, my sleep is probably going to get a hell of a lot worse. Um, not least because I'm going to be covering some nights, night shifts. Um, 
on call and in theory working days too. So, you know, I think um, I have to be very conscious of that as well, that my capacity to recharge pre the hospital opening is likely to be very limited. And once the hospital opens, it's not exactly going to be, you know, driving me, driving Miss Daisy, is that the film? Um, you know, it's not going to be slow paced and restful. Um, so yeah, I think it's just about trying to be self-aware. It's trying to think through your strategy and make sure that you give yourself the best chance of, of going on. Um, you know, and as I come back to, I think for me, a huge part of that has been the kind of personal development process of, you know, the, the thing that I talk often about being detached and being an observer and not internalizing things and keeping perspective and all those things. And I think that really helps to give you the ability to keep going. Um, <clears throat> so that's, I think, probably it for today's episode. But um, I also just wanted to say completely bizarrely, nothing to do with anything I've just said, but I've been hearing some more rambling, uh, ramblings, rumblings of gossip about things going on in the veterinary sector in terms of corporate activity again. And um, gosh, it's like a juggernaut. You just cannot stop in um, capitalism. Um, no sector is immune to it and uh yeah just um people people cannot say no to money basically is the thing i hear you know uh they were offered a, an amount of money that cannot be refused for example or unrefusable amount of money like it's a given that everyone is just going to say yes to money <clears throat> now you know like i said before i, I don't have any criticisms of people that are selling their practices selling their companies which sometimes have many practices <laughs> Um, I saw recently that another group of independent practices that have been staunchly that way for ages have just sold as well. And there's some rumors about a big, big takeover that um, may or may not be true. And I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, it seems like everyone has a price. <laughs> um, and people often ask me if I have a price. And I can, I can say with, you know, this complete certainty that I don't have a price. <laughs> Um, I'll sell, I'll sell the Ralph or rather I will, um, suggest to my co-founder that we should sell the Ralph because it's not just my decision by any description. Um, if I feel that we failed on what we were trying to do, or if I feel that there are very good reasons that are about trying to help us continue our mission in terms of our culture and our values and all those things, but there's no, you know, oh, I get all this money and, and later and I can go and, you know, retire on a beach or something. <laughs> Um, because we're not interested in that anyway, we've got a bigger purpose in life. So, you know, the interesting thing is that money that I could get in the future from selling the Ralph, you could argue, well, you know, that's money that we could use towards animal rights stuff, our charities, sanctuaries, and all those kinds of activities. And that, that for sure is true, but I've made a commitment and a promise to all the people that are coming to the Ralph that, you know, they come because of the. The vision and so to go and sell out to sell out on them um that can only can only happen under circumstances where that mission has failed you know um i also think i have a fair amount of clarity about what's black and white and right and wrong about certain things and so yeah you know you can stuff this episode down my throat if i <laughs> if in 10 years from now five years from now um i exhibit behavior that is uh inconsistent with what I've just said but I will be surprised because that would involve me changing as an individual and um, I can't see why that would happen you know but um, as I say I mean it's not it's not always simple um, <clears throat> and I get that but 
I just, yeah, feel it's uh, sad in a way. But as somebody said to me in an email um, the other day, she said, thank you for giving me hope that there can be uh, another way for our profession to evolve or something like that. I can't quite remember the wording, but, you know, um, we just need to get louder about the fact that it doesn't have to be that way. And we can focus on, you know, a different set of values and a different set of things. And, um, yeah, you can't stop the juggernaut of venture capitalism, but um, you can build your own little <laughs> oasis of uh, profitable, successful, culture and value-driven um, community. Anyway, I'm going to definitely stop now. I've got to go right over. Um, I will catch you for sure uh, again sometime tomorrow. Tomorrow I've got a day at home. <coughs> Excuse me. And... Um, I've got one job in particular that's been outstanding for a while and then we're running pretty late on, so I'm going to try and <coughs> get a decent amount of um, computer work done tomorrow to uh, take care of that. And sorry about the uh, throat clearing as well. It happens sometimes. All right, cool. Um, thanks as always for listening and take chances, be compassionate and live in a beautiful state. Cheers. Bye-bye.